Welcome to Married by Design. Are you dealing with depression and discouragement? Are you struggling to get through each day? Do you know somebody who is struggling with depression? That's what we'll be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome to Married by Design and welcome to the new year. We hope that you were encouraged and challenged by our last episode about resolutions. Changes that need to be made in our lives are slow to come, but when we commit to change and follow through, there is great blessings. We are all in the process of growth and change to become more of what God wants us to be. And in being married, there is a great resource in your spouse to help make the changes that you need. We often look back in Ecclesiastes 4 at the idea that two are better than one. When one is in need of the warmth of companionship or help when struggling, the other one can lift them up. And that's especially true with this area of depression. We're starting a series this week on spiritual depression because we wanted to take a look at what the Bible says about how to cope with discouragement and the struggles that we face. We look recently at not losing heart. The Apostle Paul in the book of Ephesians encouraged that church to look at the truth of God's word to understand how to keep their heart in the right place. In this first session, we're going to be examining the struggle of depression. We're not going to give you simplistic answers or even easy answers. What we're going to do is look over a series of weeks at this issue biblically and address the area of spiritual depression. What should the response of the Christian be? Is it really something that we are stuck in, or are there solutions? Do you know that you have a counselor and encourager in your spouse? There's somebody that God has placed you with, if you're married, to give you perspective and understanding in the midst of any struggle that you have. For those of you who may be single, you can also find a similar relationship of a good friend that could be supportive and pray for you. Getting that outside perspective and counsel is crucial to dealing with the issues of the heart. As Joe and I began to talk about this issue of spiritual depression, we knew that we also needed counsel from other people. Whatever issues we have faced in our life, we have often gone to authors and books that would help us to gain insight and understanding to cope. Getting wise counselors is the way that we come to a better understanding and grow and move through the challenges in our life. As we looked at this issue, we're going to be using a couple of resources that have a lot of insight into the issue of depression. The first is a classic book by Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones entitled Spiritual Depression, Its Causes and Cure. I first read this book when I became a Christian and I've gone back to it year after year for encouragement. It's a series of sermons that Dr. Lloyd-Jones did decades ago that addressed the issue of depression and discouragement in the Christian life. It's a wonderful resource and an encouragement to a number of different aspects that we will cover in the series, and we would suggest that you get a copy of the book. The second book that we will be using as a resource is one written by Dr. Robert Somerville entitled, If I'm a Christian, Why Am I Depressed? Bob was the senior pastor at our church when Joe was a family pastor in Visalia. He has over 30 years of experience in biblical counseling, but the wonderful thing about this book is how transparent he is in his own struggles with depression. The book is thoroughly biblical and gives encouragement to people that are struggling in this area of their life. 
Well, probably the first thing that we need to do is to define and describe depression. It's important to understand the depths of the struggle that some have in this area of life. Dr. Somerville has quite a good description of depression in the first chapter of his book. Depression used to be described as melancholy. In the medical field, it is identified as clinical or major depression. Symptoms include an extreme sadness or anxiety. There can be a sense of helplessness and hopelessness that is experienced most of the day for at least two weeks. That's different than just feeling sad. Everybody has sad feelings, but sad feelings pass and our spirits lift up. But if you're struggling with major depression that continues over an extended period and affects your level of activity, it deteriorates the way that you function during your day and your overall perspective. When someone's depressed, there may be a numbness and complete lack of positive feelings about anything. You may feel worthless and may feel guilty about things that have happened in the past. Those feelings are not just temporary thoughts, but they consume your mind. A depressed person can work in their mind to magnify issues until they become insurmountable and unavoidable. They can latch on to struggles from the past and the losses that they have faced. They tend to gravitate to the saddest memories. They can have a real struggle finding any happy thoughts or any reason for joy. When you struggle with depression, you're so consumed by the negative that you lose all interest or pleasure in the things that used to give you joy. Areas such as companionship and even eating become dull and uninteresting. Hobbies or interests that once excited you become dull and unmotivating. Someone who struggles with depression can have a lack of concentration. They can feel fuzzy in their minds and have the inability to make decisions. They can feel fatigued, but also find it very hard to sleep as their mind is constantly moving. Someone who is depressed feels a sense of anguish and hopelessness. This seems to be a major struggle with many people in our society today. I recently noted a number of articles in the news about suicide. In a matter of one week, I read the following headlines. Suicides in the U.S. Army active duty forces jumped 46% compared to last year. UNC Chapel Hill cancels classes amid suicide fears and mental health crisis. More people died of suicide in Japan in one month than in the entire coronavirus pandemic. Teen suicide attempts spiked during COVID-19 lockdowns. These are alarming headlines and underline the need that we have to address the area of depression. It certainly does affect Christians as well. Christians are not immune to discouragement and falling into the depths of depression. That's why we appreciate Dr. Somerville's transparency on the issue. Very godly people have struggled and struggle with depression. The list of sufferers include Martin Luther, the great reformer, David Brainerd, the missionary to the American Indians, William Cowper, the prolific hymn writer, and Charles Spurgeon, the prince of preachers. Well, that gives us a picture of the struggle that somebody has that is depressed. We want also to take some time to look at the causes of depression. There are many, and they are often very complex and interwoven. There are a number of experiences that someone could go through that will lead them to depression. Overwhelming grief and sorrow in the events of life, a failed marriage, a rebellious child, financial problems, death of a loved one, these often cause depression. A natural disaster, stress of military combat, or a violent assault can trigger depression. 
There are many devastating events that we can experience that would lead us into depression. Someone can struggle with depression as a result of spiritual issues. The consequences of sin in the life of a believer can cause great discouragement and depression. Giving in to perpetual worry, anxiety, fear can be a breeding ground for depression. Not addressing the issues of life and a struggling relationship with the Lord can lead to depression. A person could also struggle with depression who is in rebellion against God and has immersed themselves in sins such as an adultery, homosexuality, pornography, perpetual lying, or stealing. It's not just the experiences of life and their own hearts that cause depression. Sometimes there are physical factors that can cause or contribute to depression. Our bodies are vulnerable to disease, our hormones malfunction, our adrenal systems can fail, and chemicals that we take to treat one illness can have bad side effects. We don't fully understand the chemicals and functioning of the brain. There are a number of mental illnesses that are caused by injury or some imbalance. Really, any illness or disease can have the side effect of depression. Who of us, when we've been sick with the flu for a while, have not felt the tinge of discouragement and felt down emotionally? This can be magnified as the physical condition becomes long-term, as was the case for Dr. Somerville. He was living with incredible amount of pain due to injuries and problems that he had physically. So we looked at what depression is, and we've also looked at some of the causes. We want to spend the remainder of this episode providing some hope and encouragement if you're struggling with depression. Maybe you need to be a counselor to your spouse if they struggle with depression. Or maybe you know somebody who is struggling deeply. It may be an opportunity for you as a couple to come alongside someone and lift them up in the midst of their deep struggle. The solutions to depression obviously relate to the causes. Because the causes are so varied, the solutions are varied. As you address the issues in an individual's life, hopefully there will be a lifting of that despondency and depression. We looked at some of the physical causes of depression. I think it's important to recognize the physical causes and understand that if you're struggling with depression, it may be caused by something being out of sync in your body. Finding solutions to the physical ailments and challenges involve consulting with medical doctors of various sorts. They're the ones that have the training and experience to address the issues that you may be facing physiologically. Well, Janet and I are not medical doctors, and we are not going to provide, be providing any medical opinions. Those are best given by the trained professionals. It may be important for you to be checked out by a doctor and have a thorough examination to see if there is some disease or process within your body that is causing or contributing to depression. For some, consulting with the doctor includes receiving medication to alleviate the symptoms of depression. Again, we would leave that to your discussion with your doctor. We have known people that have been in such a deep depression that they needed medication in order to be in a place where they could address the issues in their lives. As we've counseled people with depression, sometimes the question can be, when am I able to get off the medicine? Again, that's a question that we would never respond to and never answer. That's something that you would need to discuss with your doctor to come to your own conclusion and decision. I would suggest, however, that along with all that your doctor would prescribe and recommend, we would encourage you to look at the spiritual aspects of depression and address those issues and see how that may help to alleviate some of the depression. What we'll be doing is looking at some of the other issues involved in depression. We'll be talking about the things that people face and how they cope with those challenges. 
We'll also be looking at our spiritual lives and see how the choices we make certainly do have an effect on our countenance. Wrong choices in the way we respond to the challenges of life certainly do have their effect. This is why we've entitled this series Spiritual Depression. We're not attempting to address every issue and every cause of depression in the life of an individual. As we said, some of those things must be handled by medical professionals. What we're seeking to do is primarily address the spiritual side of depression, to look at biblical answers for the despondency and struggle that people face. In order to do that, the basis of this whole series is going to be found in 1 Kings 19. This chapter is about the prophet Elijah and his struggle with depression. He was a godly man and yet found himself in a place of great despondency and was even suicidal. What we will be doing is walking through that chapter and developing some of the things that Elijah faced and the solutions that he found. We hope that in studying this passage and developing it, you'll find some answers and some hope in the midst of all that you're facing. We also hope that you would use this passage and its truth to be an encouragement to those around you that may be struggling with depression. God certainly can use His Word in our lives to help us cope with the things that we face in this fallen world. That's right. Pastor John Piper says, The stresses of life, the interruptions, the disappointments, the conflicts, the physical ailments, the losses, all of these may well be the very lens through which we see the meaning of God's Word as never before. Paradoxically, the pain of life may open us to the Word that becomes the pathway to joy. And that's what we want to help you to see through the series. God's truth is able to help us. We're not going to be able to fix depression in one week. It's going to take a number of weeks looking at the issue and examining the Bible. God's Word is powerful and gives hope in the midst of the things that we face. Maybe this will be the beginning of you turning your eyes back to the Lord and asking Him to rescue you. One of the main passages that Martin Lloyd-Jones focuses on is Psalm 42. In that psalm, the psalmist is very transparent about his depression. He says in verse 3, My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? He then interestingly asks himself a question. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? He asks that that question to himself again in verse 11. And then he tells himself the answer. This is not a comprehensive answer for all depression, but it's a start. He says, Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. He repeats the same thing in verse 11. In the midst of all you're facing, we would encourage you to put your hope in God. Hope is an expectation of better times. It's an anticipation that God is going to work as only God can. God took us in our most desperate time when we were enemies and sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. He took us out of death and gave us life. Jesus Christ suffered in our place so that we could be freed from sin and have eternal life. When we turn our eyes away from ourselves and sin and onto the Savior, we are saved. Well, God also wants to save you from spiritual depression. He wants to lift up your soul and your mind and your heart To come to a place, as the psalmist said, that you praise him again. We'll be looking at that in detail as we go through this series. So for now, your homework, should you choose to accept it, is to begin to read Psalm 42 over and over. Let the power of the word sink into your heart. 
As you read it, begin to pray, as the psalmist did, to ask God to deliver you from spiritual depression. Maybe if you're struggling with depression, you also need to seek out your medical doctor for an evaluation to see if there's something going on physically. Well, let's pray. Father, I just pray for each person that is listening to this episode. Father, I pray that you would lift up those that are struggling. Maybe some are in the depths of depression right now, and that you would open up that window of hope that you are a God that rescues, and that you are a God that helps, and that you would be that to them. Father, for those who are listening to learn and maybe to share it with somebody else, that you would help them to absorb the truth from your word, to see the opportunities that they have around them in people's lives, to encourage and support those that they care about. And we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's it for this week and the beginning of our series on spiritual depression. We'd like to hear from you. If you have questions or comments about this topic or issues that you'd like to have addressed, please send us an email at marriedbydesign01 at gmail.com. We'd also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast and receive a notification every week when we post a new episode. Do you know somebody who's struggling with depression? You might share the link from this podcast with them. We'd also encourage you to rate the podcast and give us feedback as that can help us to improve it. Next week at our podcast, we're going to begin to look at the passage in 1 Kings chapter 19. We're going to look at the man of God, Elijah, and how he struggled with depression. That's what we'll be looking at next time on Married by Design. Mm-hmm.